Hello, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And we've been interviewing guests from around the world. It's been a joy uh, learning about their stories, finding out about how they make income, and really being inspired to travel more. And I'm sure you as a listener, you've been inspired by listening. I definitely encourage you guys to subscribe on iTunes, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch videos and listen to them. We also have social media as well, so make sure you follow the hashtag Digital Nomad Mastery. Uh, so Brian is our guest today. Brian Yang is actually my friend from back in Vancouver, BC, Canada. We've done a few different events together where he's actually got me up on the front of the stage and asked me to dance in front of 100 plus people, which was very embarrassing, but a lot of fun. And uh, he's also spoken very impromptly about copywriting at one of my internet marketing conferences. And uh, now we have the chance to actually podcast interview him about his uh, dancing around the world journey. So what Brian does, he actually teaches introverted men how to dance using YouTube. And he also has a whole bunch of different products online, uh, which we'll be getting into and finding out about where has he traveled and how does he generate uh, multiple streams of income to continue his long-term travel um, adventures. Uh, so Brian's currently back uh, uh, in Vancouver, and uh, uh, we're going to be asking him a series of different questions. So Brian, tell us about Vancouver. Is it rainy and cloudy as usual, or did you get any sun today? So last week, it started to warm up, but then today and yesterday, it started to rain and um, turn back to the miserable gray weather again. So it's, it's a little bit unpredictable, but hopefully starting tomorrow, things are going to clear up again. But uh, summer in Vancouver is good, and you already know. So, yeah, part part of the reason why, why people like Scott, myself, and Brian, who all all from Vancouver, the Pacific Northwest, for those of you who've never been, it's one of the most beautiful parts of the entire world when it's not raining, uh, which is uh, not enough. <laughs> so it unfortunately it rains about eight months of the year, but then you have this beautiful summer with blue skies, sunny weather the mountains, the hiking, the outdoor sports, the water sports, and that usually lasts for about four months from the, the June, July, August, September uh, time frame. Uh, so uh, I can see why uh, people travel, and then they come back to summer to enjoy uh, the, 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 the warm uh, blue skies. So that's, Brian, that's exactly what I do, actually. Every uh, exactly. you know, Around September time, I, I leave for Asia, and I come yeah. back around this time to um, enjoy the sunny weather and the good scenery, good air in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're on the right track there. Uh, being a, being a sun chaser and then coming back when it's uh, blue skies again. So, uh, Brian, uh, maybe you can share a little bit of your backstory in terms of your career and how did you transition into more online marketing? All right. Um, wow. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, I was teaching dance a while back, uh, many, well, now probably six years back um, in dance studios. And eventually I got kind of fed up with that and realized I want to go traveling and do things on my own terms. So I took a, an idea that I got from a friend of mine, which is teaching guys how to dance. And I took that idea and I put it online and it started to publish uh, tutorials on YouTube teaching guys how to dance. And then I eventually uh, developed this um, curriculum for teaching guys how to dance and gaining confidence and being able to do a couple cool moves to show off. And that um, became quite successful. And starting 2014, I was able to, well, during 2014, I also started a Kindle publishing business. So I use that as, as kind of like a supplement income. And um, mm -hmm. with that, 
uh, set up and um, selling these digital courses, I uh, started generating enough income for me to start traveling. So in 2014, I left Vancouver for about two about two months, and uh, I went to parts of Asia, and then came back, um, built up a couple more streams of income, uh, increased my income, and started doing some coaching and consulting. In 2015, I left for six months um, during the winter time and crossed here into the 2016. And then just this last year, so 2016, I left for another six months and I recently just returned back uh, from um, another trip where I went to um, different countries in Southeast Asia. I went to Japan and I went to parts of Europe. So that's basically my story in a nutshell, the background. Awesome. So tell us about, uh, you know, how do you generate the income? So obviously you're teaching people how to dance. Is it ad revenue? Is it uh, taking them from YouTube to your website for them to purchase courses? Or is it actually private coaching? Or is it a combination of all of the above? Uh, it's a combination uh, of all of the above, except for the actual uh, in-person coaching, because I don't really do that anymore. Um, so the biggest chunk of the income is from the course sales so basically i generate attention and traffic from youtube and uh, the motivated um, students would purchase the course from my website and i also have a couple affiliates selling my programs and i will also publish on udemy so it's um it's basically four different revenue streams um, but they're all digital course sales so that's for my dancing part of things. But other than that, I teach a little bit of um, drawing, um, copywriting, uh, a little bit of publishing, and I have courses on different platforms and different YouTube videos promoting those courses. And uh, also on the side, I do some copywriting for a friend of mine, um, well, for a couple of clients. So those are also additional um, income revenues or in income streams. Awesome, and uh, how, how does it work with uh, YouTube? Because a lot of people want to get into video blogging, uh, but uh, a lot of people, they don't know how to start with the, the confidence on YouTube, uh, marketing themselves, and also getting ad revenue. Wow, YouTube's a big topic. <laughs> um, I can probably talk about that for three, four, five hours, but um, I think there's a lot of room for, for anyone to build themselves up on YouTube still at this um, this time, I even in 2017, we can still do that. Uh, instead of creating short videos like how most people, like the strategy that was uh, taught from, I don't know, 2012, nowadays it's all about creating less content but higher quality content um, and stuff that is in a way that that is different from from other people's stuff, um, but I still believe that that there's a opportunity for people to build a presence on YouTube. Um, it's about finding out what is already popular on YouTube, getting all those topics, but creating content that is uh, high in quality and well thought out instead of lots of content but poor or poor in quality. Yeah, I definitely agree on that angle. Uh, definitely mix in the, the quality and the quantity uh, because the better quality, the more likely people will subscribe. Uh, they'll they'll want to watch more of your videos, uh, etc. So, uh, and how do you generate revenue in terms of the videos themselves? Is it uh, 
uh, the ad revenue? Is it like the, the pop-up ads? Um, what kind of uh, ad revenue on YouTube itself? So the ad revenue is probably my smallest stream, and I actually only have the um, advertisement uh, turned on, so to speak, for just a couple videos to be on good terms with YouTube. But I actually don't want people to click on ads when they watch my videos because then they go somewhere else. Where I make the uh, most money is from selling the premium programs, which is uh, the first tier is 87 US, and then the second tier is it's $47, and then there's two more tiers um, for 47 each. So you can tell if I want to sell uh, advertising, if I want to make money off of advertising, I only make a couple cents per click. However, if I get 100 clicks over to my website and I make one sale, that could potentially be worth uh, $200, $300 Canadian. So advertising revenue is the, the least, the smallest part of the pie, so to speak. And uh, I focus more yeah. on the programs. Makes sense. Uh, there's definitely a lot of different ways by which you can monetize. Some people monetize directly on the YouTube channel, just getting uh, you know millions, millions and millions of views and subscribers, and they're actually getting uh, primarily ad income. You have a little bit of a different approach, kind of a sales funnel approach, where you take them from YouTube to your course, the first tier, second tier, and the more higher end courses. So, uh, and definitely both models are equally legitimate, and they both work, uh, as you can see from people around the world who are doing both. <laughs> Yeah, definitely a lot of different ways to, to make it work. So Brian, uh, tell us about your travel journey. So uh, uh, how do you decide where to go? I mean, uh, because you're able to generate income uh, online, you pretty much have the world at your footsteps. Uh, so how do you make the decision on where to go, when to go, how long to go for, etc.? I keep things pretty open. Um, my first year, I just bought a one-way ticket into Taiwan, and then I, I ended up in Cambodia, and I went to Thailand. Uh, second year, I bought a ticket. Where was my first stop? <laughs> I actually don't even remember. Um, I think it was... Oh, it, it was Thailand. I went, to, I went to Phuket. That was my first stop. And afterwards, I just went to China. And then I just thought I'd go somewhere else. And then ended up be, going to like 11 different countries. So how long I go for, I, I, really, I don't really have a plan. Um, if I feel like somewhere is, uh, is intriguing to me, or if I hear some stories on the road from other travelers about this secret spot, or this uh, interesting place to check out, and if it if they are good salespeople, and I'm sold into wanting to go there, then I go there. So um, it, everything is open, and I don't really try to make too many plans because, in my experience, making strict plans kind of stress me out, and I don't like that. That goes against the purpose of traveling. So everything is pretty open for me. Yeah, I almost call it spontaneous preparation. I mean, it's good to be prepared and have a general idea of where you're going, uh, but it's good to be spontaneous and, uh, you know, follow uh, the people who are traveling and maybe they'll give you a good advice on where to go and then you just end up going there instead of your original plan. So the spontaneity yeah. is some of the best adventures. Yeah, being spontaneous and having the total freedom. Uh, in my opinion, well, for myself, freedom is one of my highest uh, values so I really try to embrace that when I am traveling um, and and that gives me the that really makes me fulfilled and happy and and it energizes me 
And it looks like you've achieved the three major freedoms that we all dream of achieving, the financial freedom, the time freedom, and the location freedom, right? Uh, well, yeah, at this point, that is, uh, that, that is um, where I'm at, and I'm super grateful and happy about that. But yeah, it's, it seems like so. Every day I wake up to living the dream. So tell us about the other side. Obviously, the, that's the good side, you know, living the dream, uh, the traveling, the, the working online. But there's yeah. obviously struggles, uh, maybe some loneliness, self-doubt, insecurities, fears, um, uh, you know, maybe homesickness. So tell us a little bit about the struggles as well, Brian. Uh, loneliness is definitely one of the biggest things um, because I'm working alone most of the time and um, I don't most people can't relate to what I do and that causes that causes a disconnect usually and uh, since I'm working all alone and or or I might be at a cafe I don't really have co-workers uh, or colleagues I get to converse with or anything like that so um, I try to counter that by going to meetup events um, uh, on a weekly basis, like two days ago, I was at a meetup event just for um, the young startup entrepreneurs, and that was quite a bit of fun. So I use that to kind of cope with my quote unquote loneliness um, from working all alone. Um, in terms of the, um, on the business side of things, I mean, everything's changing so quickly. And I've learned that with online business, with anything at all, there there's no there's no guarantees, and which is okay because at the end of the day, um, and this is more of my own philosophy is if I'm constantly working at developing my skills and improving my skills, and this could be uh, being in front of camera, being able to teach something, my copywriting skills, co um, marketing skills, being able to run advertising. If I'm improving these skills, then I don't have to be scared or worried about business going bad or my companies um, falling apart or revenue streams drying up because I know um, I'm always going to have those skills that I get to then um, provide to other people um, in exchange for, for income. So yeah, in the beginning, I, I was... Uh, a little bit paranoid it's like okay I, I built my own business i don't have a job now if, if something happens to youtube if something happens to my my business if someone hacks me my website goes down then i'm screwed but then after a while i realized that it's all it's, it's about developing those skills and constantly improving on those skills once i have the confidence that i'm that i have these skills down then i have the complete certainty that i'm going to be okay <clears throat> So, Brian, as digital marketers, as a, as a digital nomads, we definitely need the skill of being a good copywriter. So what would you say are the top skills of copywriting? Top skills of copywriting? Uh, well, copywriting is, I guess, the, the umbrella. If you're considering copywriting as the umbrella skill, then um, I, I'd actually say that, that it's not even so much about the copywriting skill itself but rather the skill of understanding people. Because the act of copywriting um, is simply writing words down to connect with people. But if you don't know how to connect with people, the writing won't connect. So, so on uh, even me more meta level, the most important skill is 
is the ability to understand people, is to talk to people and understand um, uh, the, the aspirations, the fears and frustrations of people and being able to relate to that. So that would actually be the more uh, important skill. Mm. Yeah. yeah, maybe I didn't ask it properly, but yeah, I de definitely agree with that. Uh, the better you understand people, the better you'll be able to connect with them through the blog, through the website, through the social media. Uh, I guess I was asking more about the sales copy. So like, uh, how do you, uh, like for example, if you do email marketing or social media marketing, what kind of headlines work or what kind of messages on social media, what kind of copy itself? Oh, um, hmm, that's an interesting question. The, yeah, there are many different ways to, to, uh, to tackle this topic. Um, can you rephrase the question possibly? Yeah, like so, 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 like just uh, pretend that uh, it's me, right? So I'm daddyblogger.com. I'm trying to yeah. get more clients, coaching clients. Sure. Um, so what should I post on social media? Uh, this is kind of a live uh, case study here. So what should I post on social media? What should I say on my podcast or uh, my YouTube videos to get me more coaching clients? Well, uh, um, that comes back to what we were talking about: is first understanding what the audience, who the audience the profile of the audience and then finding out what the audience are looking for. Now you can directly go and talk to them and find out what they want, or you can post a poll or you can do some competitor research to find out what is popular, uh, uh, on your competitors, uh, podcast or YouTube channel or, or their blog and do it that way. Um, is understanding the audience. Cause once you understand the audience, then what you have to post to get their attention becomes obvious and uh, immediately apparent. So what about things like email marketing? Uh, you send out an email and maybe like 10 people open it up or 100 people open it up, but your list might be 2,000. So how do you get uh, more people to open up your, your emails, for example? Uh, wow, email marketing is also a big subject. Um, be entertaining. I'm throwing the hard questions out at you. Be, be entertaining. If you're talking about email marketing is to con uh, consistently entertain your uh, readers and always have some sort of intrigue and have the marketing itself provide value. So uh, whenever I write an email, there's always some sort of story attached to it, even if it's not directly related to what's going on uh, uh, um, with the you know thing that I'm looking to sell. It's something that makes people think uh, that inspires people or makes people laugh. So that way, um, even even though people, when they click on your email, uh, they have a sense that you're trying to sell something to them. They'll they'll be okay with you doing that because they are getting um, they're being entertained during the process, and they like that. Sounds good. I think that that works on every level: like email marketing, social media marketing, on videos. The more inspirational, the more educational, the more entertaining the more likely people are going to connect with you. And just think of like, well, what kind of videos do you like to watch? What kind of posts, right? I think uh, definitely informative and inspiring entertaining. Yeah. Funny stuff works really well as well. Yeah. So Brian, like uh, uh, what does the future hold for you? I mean, now you've, uh, uh, you've developed these online income streams. Uh, you're traveling around the world at least a few months of the year. So where do you see yourself in the next few years? Uh, right now, I'm in the process of actually building out the dance business a little bit more, solidifying it, and I'm looking to build out some more courses on other uh, topics that are more interesting to me. For example, uh, finding the work that you were born to do, um, 
topics like uh, persuasion in general, because I mean, that's the topic that I've been writing about for a long time. Uh, and also um, maybe do more uh, socially contributing type of work. So, um, but, but those are kept under the wraps for now, uh, kind of in secret work mode, maybe something I will share later on. But projects that are a little bit more bigger scale, so to speak. And uh, yeah, lately I've been doing a lot of networking, connecting with uh, potential mentors and uh, finding out uh, what's the next step for myself. So I'm still in a little bit of a soul searching stage and I think we, we are. <laughs> But yeah, so in the next couple years, uh, I definitely am looking to travel some more. Uh, don't know where I'm going to go, but probably going to try to explore South America. Um, so yeah, um, everything's still up in the air, but every day just working away and doing more fun and fulfilling things. So as you can tell, my persuasion skills worked, and I'm in South America in Suriname, uh, and uh, I've been raving about South America, and Brian's been watching and reading my uh, social media posts, and look at that, he's been inspired to come to South America. Exactly. So something I did, it worked, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It worked. Uh, so, so Brian, uh, you know, you shared a lot of wealth of info, everything from YouTube marketing to course marketing to, uh, to, to the, uh, these things I've been asking about, copywriting, email marketing, social media marketing. If people wanted to hire you for... Uh, copywriting or uh, you know get some support in the dance world etc uh, how can they connect with you uh, you can find me on Facebook I guess or you can shoot me an email at brian604 at gmail.com if you put that into Facebook you would be able to find me through that for those of you who don't know, 604 is the area code. So uh, I use YVR for my kind of branding, YVR bloggers, foodies, dads, uh, entrepreneurs, et cetera. And then 604 is like the, the, the area code. Uh, what about your websites? Uh, so why didn't you uh, quickly share about your websites and uh, your YouTube channel too? Uh, so for my YouTube channel, um, if you type in how to dance at a club, how to dance in a club, or dance tutorials for men, I will show up on first page. And my website is how to dance for men. Dot com. That's for my dance business, obviously. But as for copywriting related stuff, I don't, I don't have uh, official business for that. That's mostly through referral. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much. Uh, you know, you've been a wealth of knowledge and information and inspiration. Uh, I know I could be a better dancer, so I'm going to be watching some more of your videos. And I'm sure the people listening and watching, if you're a man who wants to dance uh, better, uh, make sure you connect with Brian. If you need any help in the area of uh, copywriting, definitely connect with Brian as well. Uh, thanks again for your time today. Thanks for having me. And I hope you get more sun because here in South America, sunny, blue skies, loving the weather, and I hope you get some in Vancouver as well. Yeah, hopefully in a couple of weeks. <laughs> thanks. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the Digital Nomad Mastery Podcast, the podcast where we teach you how to make money online through things like what Brian's doing, uh, through things like coaching, masterminding, uh, English teaching, social media marketing, website design, graphic design, e-commerce businesses, affiliate marketing, really, the list is endless. So uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, on YouTube, on follow us on social media. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. And you too can make your travel dreams come true.